light heavyweight prospect, one of the guys up and coming in California, Nicholas Maximov. What's going on, Nicholas? Nothing much. Just training and hanging out. <laughs> How about you? Same old shit, man. Um, now, training wise, from what I hear, California is pretty locked down, isn't it? Like, how are you getting in your training right now? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of secret and <laughs> confidential, but it's uh, you just like. You know, you talk to, like, a few people, like, hey, you want to go train? You want to go train? And everyone's like, yeah, sure, let's go do it. And then hopefully someone's willing to do it. But it's uh, it's kind of a hassle, man. It's it's struggle, you know. But we try to make it work. <laughs> what are they telling you about the, the lockdown? Is it going to be uh, – are they going to open it back up soon? Or is it going to be for a while? I heard LA's gone another, like, two weeks, probably to a month. Um, for NorCal, I don't know how it's going to be after May 1st. Um it's all kind of crazy right now and hectic and just kind of, yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know what, what the plan is really. I mean, when we train, we only got like two or three dudes there really. That's about it though. All right. Well, at least you're getting some training in and you got people, you know, willing to come yeah. by and, and get work in. Yeah. People with families. Yeah. It's usually people with families who can't train or anything. You know, it's kind of like that's who's more worried. But like it's just me and a couple buddies and stuff. We just kind of <clears throat> deal with it and just get it done, you know? All right. Well. So, well, now, you yeah. know, you, you're known for your wrestling, Chico. Um, you know, you went up to Oregon yeah. for a while. Now, you're an MMA fighter. Yeah. Like, when and, and why did you make the switch? Uh, I was always, my goal was always to fight. Um, I started training probably like 11, 12 years old because I was, I saw a Bruce Lee movie and then I saw a Jackie Chan movie. I'm like, oh, I got, I want to do whatever they were doing. And I'm like, oh, you know, let's do that. And then, so I started like a karate type gym. I uh, started training and stuff, and then uh, probably like a year after that, transferred to like a full-on MMA gym, and then ever since then, I've just kind of been doing MMA full-time. It was I was even during college wrestling, like on the off-season, I, I had like four MMA amateur fights my first year, and like three my second year, and then turned pro after. So it's always kind of been on my radar. That's always been the end goal to be a, a fighter, you know. So you're 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 yeah. one of the you're like the newer generation. Then you you started off. With MMA, it's not like you're, you know, doing yeah. jiu-jitsu and then you just turn into the MMA fighter. Yeah, I kind of started with everything. Uh, and yeah, I kind of went a weird route because like, most people start as like uh, wrestlers and then transfer, or people start as like yeah, straight jiu-jitsu guys, straight boxers, you know, and then they transfer. But I kind of was doing everything and kind of got lucky in that sense. You know, I didn't even know what I was really doing. <laughs> I just kind of got lucky with what how I did it and how I approached it at a young age. You know. So, well, looking at your yeah. uh, training, and you have your wrestling, and then you have your boxing, and you have your jujitsu, and uh, and you've been to a lot of the competitions out there, and for BJJ, the boxing side though, mm -hmm. that's the that is that the part that you kind of started later on. Uh, I'd probably say so, yeah, because just out in California, you can't really get a whole lot of boxing fights at a younger age. So I would train it, but I wouldn't do it competitively, and there's a big difference, you know. I mean, of course, you can get those tournaments and stuff in, but Every time there was like a tournament, it was uh, like football season or wrestling season or something was going on. So I never had the chance to compete competitively. So that's definitely where I would probably lack most. But I want to compete in boxing. You know, like that's kind of what I want to do. I think that'd be a cool little goal to get a few amateur fights in as a boxer and just kind of see how that would play out. You know, it's a different sport. So why not? Why not test it? You know, test the waters. Definitely. Well, you're, so. you're at a gym where there's some good boxing going on. You know, in that, in that yeah, pretty much pro boxers everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's pro boxers everywhere we go. You know, I'm I'm super fortunate and lucky to have that. 
Now a lot of people say they can have everything. Kickboxers, boxers, world championship, two guys, division one wrestlers, you know, and I got it all. So I got really lucky in that sense. Well, you didn't start out at Nick Diaz's academy. So how did you end up there? Um, yeah. Uh, like, long story short, my dad and the, one of the head instructors used to work together back in, like, early, like, 2000, 2001. And about six, seven years ago, if I started training, like, ten, like nine years ago, probably about seven years ago, they, uh, they, he saw us at a tournament one year, and they just made the connection. He's all, if you ever want to come train, you know, come train. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So I went in, you know, probably like six, seven years ago and did train with them a few times. And ever since then, it has been off and on, off and on. And probably I'd say like the last two, three years, I've been there pretty much full time at the Nick Diaz Academy. So so it was more yeah. of your father telling you to go there? Or did you, were you like, oh, you know, hook uh, that no, up? I, it was just a gut, like a gut feeling, like a gut feeling. I'm like, man, I should try it. Like they got some really good guys. But Nate, Nick was big at the time. Nate was kind of still, you know, like... He's not a, who he was now. You know, I think he, I don't even think he fought Cowboy yet. Like, he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the W, might have been WEC days. And, uh, yeah, I was just kind of like, it was a gut feeling. Let's go try it. Screw it. You know, what do we got to lose? And then tried it, and I fell in love with it. But I was living out of town, so I never could really get the chance to be there full time, you know? So I had to uh, go whenever I could, really. And, yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, made the best out of it, you know what I mean? When did you decide to make the full shift like go over there and let's let's focus about two three years ago um to be honest i don't even know why it just kind of it was just like a gut feeling i just went with it you know i'm like man let's just try it see what happens and keep rolling with it and just kind of kept rolling and ever since then it's just been a steady you know rise and it's been really good it's probably been the best decision i've made in you know my fight career so far definitely um yeah it seems like a good fit the crew is very close knit, you know, the group. What what is yeah. needed to be accepted by the team though? Like it seems like they don't accept everybody. No, they don't. You just gotta like you gotta prove yourself. You know what I mean? Like a lot of gyms they just say, Yeah, sure, we'll take your money, whatever. You gotta just like prove yourself and prove like you're loyal, you know, you work hard, you do this, you do that. You guys gotta be like about whatever they are. You know what I'm saying? You just adapt to it like anything else and a lot of people come and just can't stay. You know, it just doesn't work out for them. So with being here, it's like you got to be, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you got to be ex- accepted in, but it's like more to it than that, you know. So it's cool. It's cool. It's different. You're undefeated, man. Like you have a 100% facing rate as a professional. Uh, was there any moments mm-hmm. like throughout that whole term, you know what I mean, of being an amateur and a professional so far where you were in any danger? Um, I don't think so. Like, not that really comes to mind. Uh, I mean, I've had a couple fights go like past the second uh, round, but that's about it. I mean, I wouldn't say dang. I don't know. I'm really good at just like being composed. I, I like if you panic, like nothing's gonna ever come out, out of panicking. You know what I mean? That's kind of always been my mindset. So I'm like, if anything goes south, it's like I like to train like I've already been in that position. I've already done that. You know, so it just doesn't really affect me like how it would some people, you know. But, I mean, when the time comes, it might come, it might not, you know. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I've never really been in any danger, though. There's a lot of fighters that come up, and their philosophy is to go in there and bang it out. But I feel like your mm-hmm. your philosophy is not that. It's, it's there to get in there, put in much damage, yeah. not take much damage. Yeah. 
you got to get the job done. And it's about the path of like least resistance. Like why in the world would I go in there risk? You know, it's a, when you stand up like that's a 50, 50 shot. Like I'm either going to either knock him out or get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Whereas grappling, it's a little bit more complicated than that. It's a little bit more dynamic, you know, but if you just, I mean, those gloves are small. If you just get caught, man, it's like, <laughs> you're, you're going to have a rough night, you know? So yeah, it's just different. It's just, I have a different way of thinking, I think, than everyone else. Well, this weekend, but, you got Submission Underground 13, Joe Bays. Thoughts on mm -hmm. him, you know, as an opponent? He's good, man. It's a black belt. You know, that's what I've been wanting and asking for for this whole time because I'm a brown belt, so it's like I want the best competition I can get. You know, I don't it's – it's cool going against brown belts and stuff, but I want to be going against the best if that's possible. And this guy, black belt, they're a really good school, really good instructor, so it's like – I, I, I already have respect for that. You know, it's going to be a cool match, and it'll be fun. And I got nothing bad to say about the guy from what I've seen, you know. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. Well, you have experience with Submission Underground. You are you faced Dan Walsh last year, actually, 68 seconds, Kimura. Yeah. Um, what is yeah. what is the plan for this one? Do you think you should you should be able to get it done that fast? It's it's going to be – it's going to be a – killer be killed in there because it's kind of the quarantine everything i'm you know i'm like i'm going there just guns blazing and whatever happens happens put on a show i think there's gonna be a lot of eyes on it so it's kind of like man i gotta make the best of what i got with this one and, and if i can get a cool finish or something something crazy happen whatever it's like let's just shoot for that you know let's just shoot for something cool and get it noticed and get some eyes you know You've done combat jujitsu, oh. you know, like what? <laughs> that's so wild, yeah. wild shit right there. Like, yeah. like what? You know, yeah. when you compare just like the submission only with the with the slaps, it like yeah. how much of how much how many levels does it raise up? Like with the slaps being involved. Well, it's weird. Like your game plan goes out the window for a lot of people. Like I, I got well, I got slapped a couple times, and I was just like, whatever, you know, it's cool. I felt like once I started slapping him, like his guard kind of just went not away, but it was just a lot easier than if I didn't. You know what I'm saying? So if you can just slap someone and kind of get their head ringing, you know, their ears ringing or whatever, it's like, holy crap. It changes. It's weird how just one little thing, like a slap, can just change the momentum of a, of a grappling match, you know? So I, 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 it, was kind of, it was funny. That was one of the wildest things I've ever done. It was cool, though. It was, it was heck of fun. I would do it in a heartbeat, but it's it's just it's such a weird thing it's super weird but i like it do you think <laughs> fighters when they go compete at uh compete in combat jujitsu compared to a straight jujitsu guy you have an advantage because you're used to being hit because it seems like how would you practice I would think that so. i would think so uh i mean you kind of can't you gotta just yeah, you kind of can't um I know Josh Neer, he's one of our teammates and everything from Iowa, and he went against a straight jiu-jitsu guy. Who's, you know, jiu-jitsu-wise, might be better. He just had a couple slaps, and Josh worked it, just destroyed him. So it's kind of like, I mean, I would give it to the fighter, any, a fight, or even a wrestler. I might even give it to a good wrestler, like just someone who knows how to where their body is, their body awareness and stuff, and just add a few slaps. I mean, it's like it's just different, you know. It's super different. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird thing. It's just hard. I guess it depends on the person, too. But, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a crazy, crazy night. Now, are you worried about the, the coronavirus, man? Like, it seems like every, every nah. promotion is shutting down, but 
Kel Sun is like, yeah. hey, it doesn't matter. We're going to have some shows. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I know, I know it's getting a lot of flack, though, for going on still when this whole thing's going on. But I'm like, man, I have no real legitimate reason not to do it. Just be smart. Don't be stupid. It's like, I'm going to go on and do it. You know what I'm saying? Someone legitimately tells me, like, don't do it. This is why. Then I, I might think about it. But right now, man, I'm just out of like only positives from this. So I don't know. It, it's it's just weird. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know. I think Cho's one of the only people that went against everyone else's word, which is kind of cool. But. <laughs> it is, it is. You know? It is, because we really don't yeah. know. You know, like, people are sick no. and people are dying, but we really don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what what, it, what the extent is, like, how how bad it is, we don't know. But I would figure, like, athletes would be the, the last ones to be susceptible to, like, a, a virus. Yeah, I feel good. I feel healthy yeah. and stuff. I get I get allergies that kind of bad, like, every year, but that's about it. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to change what I do and everything. I feel fine. I mean, I'm healthy and stuff, you know? And Yeah, I don't know, so... I yeah I don't know it's just weird it's just weird so yeah I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well you know you you yeah. fought earlier this year like you're one of the rare few people that fought this year so far um yeah like what's the plan for you if this if this thing is uh open back up or maybe even the uh, UFC late notice you're in the states well that's what I saw I'm like I'm like, everyone, well, all these UFC fighters are backing out. And I'm like, dude, I'm not worried about it. You know, like, I would love to fight on that. That would be crazy. Like, I saw they're coming back May 9th, and it's like, I saw Amanda Nunes just pulled out because she's going to get a full training camp in. And I'm like, if you just gave me, like, two weeks, I'll be there. A week. I, it doesn't matter. A day, Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I would take the opportunity in a heartbeat. So that's what I thought about, too. So I just got to be staying ready as much as I can. Um, I'm supposed to fight May 30th um still up in the air but may 30th is a little bit far away with california and stuff i'm not sure how everything's gonna play out but um the next plan was may 30th but i mean i was supposed to find march april all that so and that's all got canceled sadly so um i don't know hopefully we can even get connections to the ufc for whatever they're doing you know i mean if someone keeps pulling out it's like i want to be i hope i can be the first guy they call but uh yeah, I don't know. Do you do you see like the contender series as something that interests you? Not really. It, it used to, but not really. Like honestly, because I think like it's kind of it's really like biased. Like if they don't like your fight style, or they don't like this, or they don't like that, you're not getting in. And what you got to wait a whole year to fight again in the contender series? They're not gonna pick you up if you get two more wins. I haven't seen that, so I'm like, dude, I'll just go. I'll wait until I get a call straight there, or I'll go fight overseas. I would like to fight in Japan. I mean, that'd be badass. I don't want to fight on a contender series, win, and then they didn't like how I fought. So, they, no, you got to wait another two, or I'm sorry, another year and get three more fights. It's like, I, I don't want to do that. I would just go either like straight to like Japan overseas. I think that'd be badass. Or just get a call straight to the UFC. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, Japan is not a not a bad idea for with the Ryzen. They got it's crazy I think that'd out be there. Badass. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, one one a championship. I forgot where they are. I think they're they they're all over the place. But they're yeah, that's a badass organization too. Ryzen, yeah, that those both both of them are really cool. You know, I like them both. So that's just a thought. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to keep but. your 
opportunities open, right? Like a lot of guys are just too yeah. fixated on on one promotion. Do you think that's a mistake for a lot of these guys? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. For my game plan, I mean, if someone hears this whole thing, you take it. I don't want to go to. This is how I think about. It. If I go overseas, I'm not competing with the mm -hmm. UFC. If I go to Bellator or something, I'm competing with the UFC, and that's kind of like a strike. Like you're not going to the UFC. Maybe LFA is a good feeder to the UFC, but I'd rather just go overseas, get my name out. I think that's cooler than anything, like getting your name out, you know, across the world, whatever. I think that's badass. Like, that's cooler than anything, you know, someone my age can do, you know, or you can just keep fighting in the same city, you know, same region, or you can just go crazy, go somewhere else and just fight. You know what I mean? I think that's, I think that's super cool. So that's kind of my idea and my thought process. I think people do get fixated on, like, I just want to go to UFC and that's it. It's like, well, what if you get a badass opportunity? You know what I'm saying? To go find, like, you know, Thailand or something, you know? Like, that'd be cool, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people are weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. It's like, you're, you're young. You're, you're, in the, you're, in the, you're in the beginnings of your career. If you go mm -hmm. overseas, you yeah. actually expand your... Your, your reach, your fans. Your brand. You know I mean? So when you do get signed by the UFC, you already have fans around the world instead of just focused in yeah. North America. Yeah. Expect, yeah. And like if you have a bunch of fans in what, like Northern California, and then that's it because that's all you fight. And then you go to the UFC. What? You're not bringing in anything. You know, if I go to like Japan or like Taiwan or something, mm -hmm. China, wherever, it's like, man, if I could bring that in, how, that'd be cooler. You know what I'm saying? That brings in a ton of people. And that's what it's all about, you know, the sport. It's almost become more like who's more entertaining, who brings in viewers. So, I mean, it's about being the best, but it's also like we're in an age right now where it's more about who brings in what, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best thing you can do. So that's kind of how I've been thinking lately, just trying to expand the brand and get my name out there in places people don't think about. I've been hearing some stuff, man, about... uh logan paul like <laughs> you know that would be a good uh ufc debut right there right i know he's been talking about that'd it that'd be no it'd be a good <laughs> people keep saying that and everyone's like yeah, this and that. i'm like for he i would box him i think that'd be funny i think that'd be a hilarious ass thing ufc fight i would do it but i think ufc and boxing man you can you can probably step in a boxing ring and step in a fight you got kicks and everything and like just punches and clunk it's like you you kind of do need a fight or two. I mean, look at Aaron Pico. He thought he could just walk in and do it. Like, no, dude. You, I mean, he got smoked in like a minute. You know what I mean? It's just like let's. For him, I think that'd be. I would be down. That's a you know that's a cool payday. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you gotta be. You got you know what I'm saying work through it. You know what I'm saying you gotta go through the trenches really quick and then go do it. You know, but he's a good athlete and everything. You know, from what I've seen and all that, but. uh yeah, I know. I'd box him. I'd fight Dylan Dennis, though. I'd fight Dylan Dennis in a heartbeat. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like him. At he all. doesn't seem very but, popular. Who? Yeah, Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> nah, he's stupid, dude. The Have you had run-ins with him? Because you've been with Nate, you know, a lot. No. So every time, literally, we were at Madison Square Garden. Didn't see him at the fight when he was there. I mean, we were like trying to chirp at him on Twitter, and he, just nothing. He's he's. He's weird. He says his he goes against his word a lot. You know what I'm saying? And he goes against his own grain. It's like for himself. It's like you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't go against the people who brought you up. And that's just how I think what he's done. You know, and I don't I don't respect that at all. So I don't like 
I don't like him. I just don't like that guy. So I would fight him. But that's the only reason why I'd want to find Bellator. Other than that, I wouldn't. I don't want to find Bellator. You know. <laughs> but yeah. Now with uh. Logan Paul would be funny though. With uh, you know, the big thing is like Nate and the trilogy fight, man, with with McGregor. You know, talking about Dylan Dallas. Yeah. Um, when when do you think that's gonna happen? Okay. You know, a lot of people always speculate. How bad would that be? How badass would that be if I fought, Nate fought Connor and I fought Dylan on the same card? That'd be tight. You got, you know, Team Dylan versus Team McGregor. You know what I'm saying? That'd be fucking badass. Yeah, MSG. If, if that could happen. Yeah, MSG, yeah, that'd be tight. Um, sorry, what'd you say about Nate and Connor? When do you think that will happen, though? Like, is, is, do you think it could happen this year or next year? It'll happen. I think it's more of a time thing with this whole corona thing, too. I think that this whole pandemic just... Uh, made everything go back farther. You know what I'm saying? It just completely made like all these fights. You know, we're scheduled for April and May. Just go back a full freaking like six months. You know what I'm saying? Because now all these people deserve fights. All these people deserve this. You know, and that. And it's like some people, you know, like Rose and Amanda aren't fighting because it's like they, you know, they don't have a full camp. You know, people getting sick. So now it's like, so when the time's up, they're gonna want to fight. So that's delaying all of, like, possibly, like, these fights that could come up. You know what I'm saying? So if name Connor wanted to fight in, like, July, that might get delayed to, like, October or November, if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know. I I, I want to see it more than anyone, too. You know, I'm like, let's do it, you know. But uh, I don't know. Hopefully this year that would be cool if they did. But, you know, I'm, I don't I don't really know 100%. Yeah, nobody does. But so, it's always good to speculate and, and yeah. talk about it. Yeah, Nate's uh, getting his uh, his knee and his eye all recovered right now, so it's kind of like he's just, you know, enjoying that, being smart, and that's the biggest thing is him just getting the work in, you know what I mean, and uh, doing that, you know. So. Well, hey, yeah. man, you're one of the up-and-coming guys, one of the, the rising stars in the in the light heavyweight division, a big prospect. You got a, <laughs> you got a little submission underground this weekend. But uh, I'm looking forward to you mm -hmm. getting back inside that cage, man, and, and elevating yourself up to, mm -hmm. like you said, one championship rising, UFC, wherever it leads to, it's going to be big for you. So, uh, Nicholas, appreciate yeah. the time and, uh, and uh, you know, thank stay you. safe. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, in that cage again soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Th yeah, thank you for your time and everything. So, yeah, I'll let you know when I fight again. So, yeah. <laughs>